Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, the Simpsons guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Hoi, uh, hoi, everybody. I'm surprised I got through there without my voice cracking right now. Yes, yes. That was good. Maybe that's what you needed to do. <laughs> maybe, maybe. For those of you uh, you obviously don't know, the Simpsons guy was a little under the weather again, and he's uh, Getting his voice back. He sounded way worse. Yeah, yeah. My voice, my, it's a little sore still, but. Yeah. He's got a nice rasp to it, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, we are here to talk about. There we go. We started. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are here to talk about the 13th episode in the seventh season of The Simpsons titled Two Bad Neighbors. This is going to be an epic one. Yes, it is. And this originally aired. January 14th of <clears throat> Uh We'll start with the traditional chalkboard and couch gags. Well, not both, because there yeah. is no chalkboard gag on this particular episode. But we do actually have a really cool couch gag. Um, you see the living room, but the family are on the wall with their heads mounted like hunting trophies. Right? And we see a hunter sit down watch TV, and as we pan out, we see where Homer is, because we don't see him on the wall. Homer is like a big old bearskin rug on the uh, on the floor. Yep. So, pretty funny. Yeah. Right? And so, the, uh, the big game hunter, he pulls out his little pipe, lights it, and he relaxes with all the Simpson trophies in the room. Basking in his uh, Predator-style trophy room. Right. Kill the baby and kids. Yes. <laughs> ruthless, ruthless. And we're going to open up this episode on TV. Yes. And uh, the announcer goes, live from the famous brown sands of Public Beach, Delaware. It's the Grand Nationals of Sandcastle Building Preview. Grand Nationals of the Preview? Oh, God. Oh. Sounds... It's, it's, yeah, it does not. I mean, Sandcastle's cool and everything. Oh, good. Yeah. Lord, no. That doesn't need to be covered. Mm-hmm. And so Homer is whining on the couch. He's like, oh, Saturday afternoon TV is so boring. But then the announcer continues. Bikini Girls, Dune Buggies, Daredevil Surfers. Homer gasps. Ordinarily, this beach would be swarming with them, but not today. Ho, 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 no. (laughs) They've all been cleared out to make way for the painstaking sand preparation. This is going to be one lame sandcastle building competition. Yeah. Yeah. The other announcer comes on and says, that's right, Dick. You know, this year, everyone's a buzz about one thing. The absence of Mark Rodkin. He looks to his left, right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wait. There he is. (laughs) I guess they got nothing to talk about. I guess not. Mm -hmm. So it's so funny just how they make that assumption. Everyone. Yes. (laughs) Everyone's a buzz. So, just then, Marge walks in, and Homer Caesar yawns. He goes, Marge, I'm bored. Marge says, why don't you read something? And Homer's like, because I'm trying to reduce my boredom. <laughs> and so Marge says, well, you can hand out these flyers for the neighborhood rummage sale. And she gives him a stack of flyers, right? You get some fresh air and exercise. Homer, Homer goes, eh, I'll do it anyway. And he grabs Bart. Come on, boy. We're going to see the neighbors. And so we cut to Bart and Homer walking down the street, right? And you see the street sign. And it says, Homer's there. And he says, good old Evergreen Terrace. The swankiest street in the classiest part of Press Board Estates. 
press board his case doesn't sound very swanky no, or classy. So Bart goes, well, if you love it so much, why are you always littering? And Homer, he's drinking something in the can, pissing the soda, and he says, it's easier, duh, and he throws it on the floor. <laughs> and, so they keep walking not, They keep walking down, and uh, eventually they run into Apu, who is watch, who's washing his uh, T-Bird. Yeah. Nice convertible T-Bird. And he's, he's, he's wearing hoochie shorts. Yes, like Daisy Dukes. Yes. And like, what does he wear, boots or something like that, right? Yes, yeah. uh, and a, like a muscle shirt. And he's jamming out to Cheap Trick in his horrible singing voice, the, singing the Dream Police. And it's all up in, the Dream Police, they live inside of my bed. The Dream Police, they come to me in my head. <laughs> it's, that's one of the greatest Abu moments. Uh. Ever, man. so terrible, and he, but he is jamming, yes, he's cranking he is. it. <laughs> oh my god! So, Bart and Homer walk up, and uh, Apu goes, Howdy, neighbors, may I spray you with the hose in a place in a playful fashion? <laughs> and Homer goes, Uh, spray the boy, <laughs> and Apu sprays him. And Homer tells, asks Apu, he's like, Well, you ready for the big rummage sale? Apu goes, oh, yes, indeed. I got nothing but time until they fix the malfunctioning squishy machine. And we cut to the quickie mark, uh-huh. and we can see that it's just filled with green liquid, right? The doors are like, they haven't popped out yet. Nope. It's, it's leaking out of the little crevices, too. And there's two scuba divers with a blowtorch yep. trying to weld something onto the squishy machine. And I love this scene because then you just see Jimbo... <laughs> Dive into the green sludge. Oh, yeah, sludge. He picks up two sixers of beer and takes off. Yes. Wow. I didn't know he was such an athlete. He could swim like that. Man. You look graceful doing it. On a beer <laughs> run underwater. Uh huh. Never thought. That's pretty impressive. Yes. <laughs> you gotta tip the hat. Tip of the hat. So uh, then uh, Homer and Bart keep walking, and they see this really fancy looking house. Yeah, and Homer's like, hey, I never noticed this place. And Bart goes, Dad, it's right across the street from us. That fancy house. And he goes, goes, that fancy house will never sell. Nobody can afford it. Who would would want to live in this neighborhood? And Homer's like, hey, what's wrong with this neighborhood? And then he walks up to the house. He goes, big shot, too good to buy a house here, snobby. Bart's just looking at him. He's like, who are you talking to, Homer? It's the guy that doesn't live there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If he doesn't live there, how are you talking to him? I, I know. It's Homer. Yes. Oh, Homer. And so we see uh, Marge and Homer, and they're going through old things in the attic. It's so good. Yes. And it seems like they're going to get rid of for the rummage sale, right? And so Marge says, can we get rid of this Ayatollah t-shirt? Khomeini died years ago. And Homer goes, but Marge, it works on many Ayatollah, on any Ayatollah. Ayatollah, I'm sorry, Ayatollah Naskabebe, Ayatollah Zahidi, even as we speak, Ayatollah Razmada and his cadre of fanatics are consolidating their power. How is he so that We just learned went from one thing to another. I love it, though. We went from the extreme of yelling at a house with no one in it, and this guy knows all about what's going on in the Middle East at that time. Yeah, so he's very learned about his uh, Middle East politics. Yes, I guess like his uh, Supreme Court oh, knowledge yeah. as yes, well. Yes. <laughs> and so Bart says, I don't care who's consolidating their power. And she holds up something else. Well, we don't need this. And Homer goes, Marge, that's the Rhinestone Knight's fashion gun. I needed to rhinestone up my own clothing. And she, he holds up a jacket. And she reads it and says, who's... Disco stew. And Homer goes, oh, uh, I wanted to write disco stud, but I ran out of space. <laughs> so funny. And so now we are at the day of the big rummage sale, uh-huh. right? And we see the police there to keep things safe. We see Eddie and Lou, and they're putting police tape around the rummage sale tables. And Ned is walking around with a, with a microphone and a portable speaker, right? And he's just going around. And talking about what's there, the wares, right? He's like, so if you're looking for a half bag of charcoal briquettes or an artificial Christmas tree, trunk only, 
come on over to the Hibbert table pronto. And then he walks up to the next table and is like, well, sir, looks like you got some nice items at table Glick, like this. What the heck a Rudy is this, Mrs. Glick? Miss Glick grabs a mic. It's a candy dish, Ned. Ninety dollars. <laughs> and he goes, uh-huh, well, I, uh, I guess you could put a lot of nice things in there. Miss Glick goes, no, just candy, Ned. Ninety dollars. <laughs> I feel like she'd go check on you. By the way, uh, you would think the doctor would have better craft to sell than a half, know, right? half a bag of charcoal briquettes and trunk only of an artificial half Christmas tree. That's so funny. Yeah. And so we, we, we're keeping up with Ned, right? And Ned sees someone putting a sold sticker on the house across the street. He says, well, it looks like somebody sold something today. So we cut back to Marge's table. Oh, God. And Principal Skinner is in front of her and he's looking at over the goods, right? And Marge's like, are you interested in the motorized tie rack, Principal Skinner? And she turns it on for him. And he goes, hmm, it's awfully loud. Marge goes, well, you can always take the motor out and use it as an ordinary tie rack. And she takes the motor out. And Skinner goes, oh, but now the ties are motionless. And those in the back are very in virtually inaccessible. Well, it's a moot point. I have only one tie to begin with. I believe I'll pass. And he walks off, right? And about two seconds later, his head pops back into his frame and says, have you sold that tie rack yet? No. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh Skinner, man. How, how does he only have one tie? Who, who's his money manager? His mother. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Ned continues with his monologue, right? Yes. And he goes, now, folks, nothing spells fun like rhinestones on a dungaree jacket. And he holds up a disco, the disco stew jacket. All right. And there's a guy there with disco stew. He says, stew, you should buy that. And Disco Stew is like, hey, Disco Stew doesn't advertise. It's too cool, man. Yeah. It's too cool. Disco Stew is too cool for that. You can't do it. And so, so Homer says, uh, hey, Ned, let me help you with that. And he grabs the mic. He says, hey, everybody, who thinks Flanders should shut up? And everybody goes, yeah. <laughs> Poor Ned. Uh -huh. and, and so Ned looks a little worried. And so, anyone here from Evergreen Terrace? Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, everybody cheers. And, uh, and he keeps going, I think this is the best neighborhood in town. Anybody agree with me? And everybody goes wild again. Yeah, people are starting out. Carl says, yeah, you're the king, Homer. And then uh, Wiggum goes, king of the neighborhood. And Homer holding up a t-shirt says, say, that Ayatollah thinks he's better than America. Is he right? Ooh, no. So but there's one, one guy. One guy goes, yes. <laughs> ah, we uh -huh. gotta find that guy. Yep. <laughs> and as well, for only $5, you could sock him to him in style. And Moe's like, right here. And he pays and he grabs a shirt. And so Homer grabs another thing off the table and says, and for the man who has everything, a tie rack motor. And Skinner goes, I'll take that. Couldn't he have bought it together? He could have bought it. Yes. He probably paid more. Yeah. Mm. My goodness. Uh, and so uh, apparently uh, Wiggum knows how to play a keyboard because he gets one of those little electronic ones uh -huh. and he just starts playing a little rhythm, right? And Homer starts singing. He's like, hey, big spender, dig this blender. Rainbow suspenders, hey, big spender. And everybody goes, we surrender. Gives, Homer gives going, spend some dough at table three. Everybody's holding up their money, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, there, thank you, thank you, neighbors. Now let's give it up for table five. Ha, 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 table five, table five. And ha, just then, Disco <laughs> Stew is dancing along to the rhythm. He dances the whole time. Yep. But at this point, everyone is distracted and has lost interest because they're looking at a moving truck. And then uh, Disco Stu goes. Yeah, Homer, wait, hey, what's the big deal? It's just some guy moving in, right? Everybody pay attention. Uh huh. And Stu's like, ahem, Disco Stu likes disco music. Obviously. Uh huh. We just have to let you know, man. Yep. 
and even Ned takes off, right? Because you hear that annoying microphone sound from it hitting the floor earlier. Mm-hmm. So all these trucks pull in, right? The limo pulls in, other cars. And so the steel gates open. There's two really large men in black, right? Yeah, you just see with sunglasses and everything. Yes, and then you just see a silhouette of an old man. Everybody's staring. And then the two big dudes part. And the former president, George Bush, walks out. It's like, hey there, neighbors. Uh, I'm George Bush. And everyone just stares at him blankly. Former president George Bush. Everyone goes, oh, okay. Yeah, everybody, you know, claps. And Homer goes, uh, okay, let's give it up for the new guy. Now let's all turn around and pay attention to me again. Hello? 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 Now, uh, for the younger listeners in here, remember, we are talking about George H. W. Bush. Uh, talking about the dad. Yes, not the son. Not the son. The son, I mean, 96? He hadn't even been president yet? Nope. Oh, me might yeah, I think he was. I don't know if he was governor. We'll have to look that up offline. I think so, though. I think he was governor of the uh, greatest country in the world. Texas. Yes. Anyway. (laughs) And so we cut to the next uh, part of the episode, and we see Homer and Bart peeking between the blinds, right, across the streets. And Bart's like, wow, a former president living right across the street. Oh, why did he have to move in on my territory? Look at him. Thinks just because he led the free world, he can act like a big shot. Stupid president. Why couldn't he just stay in his own state? And Lisa goes, actually, this is one of the nine states where Mr. Bush claims residency, Dad. I wouldn't have voted for him, but it's nice to have a celebrity in the neighborhood. Of course you wouldn't have voted for him. (laughs) No. There's no way. Mm -hmm. So Homer's like, wait a minute. Lisa didn't vote for him. <laughs> and I didn't vote for him. And Marge cuts him off. You didn't vote for anybody. I voted for Prell to go back to the old glass bottle. After that, I became deeply cynical. Prell, uh, by the way, Prell is shampoo. Yes, Prell's shampoo. Was, was. Well, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore, right? I don't know. I haven't seen that. In, I can't even remember the last time I saw Prell. Dude, how long has it been since I That's shampooed true, my hair? Yeah, I was going to say. It's... it's when was the last, like, around what time period did you just stop buying shampoo? Mm, maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> what was your jam before that? Though? The shampoo? Yeah. I like the Aussie shampoo. Oh, okay. Fancy schmancy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, dude, we're going to have that technology soon. We're just going to instantly put a hair, hair on you again. I don't know if I want hair anymore, though. We got to do it. Maybe. You maybe. Gotta do up your <laughs> Man, maybe. If my wife ever makes me marry her again. There you go. Nice. And so, Ned Flanders, of course, drags his family over to meet the new neighbors. And uh, one of the one, security guards? Yes, we found out his name in a little bit. Mm. And he's looking at Ned's license. Mm. He's like, and you're a business here, Mr. Flanders? And Ned's like, well, sir. I'm welcoming the Bushes on behalf of the Neighborhood Association. And George Bush is there with the Bushes, right, hammering in the sign that says the Bushes on mm-hmm. there. And he says, never mind about that, Ray. Thanks. <laughs> Just give them a quick pass with a metal detector and let them on in. Hey, bar, the neighbors are here. <laughs> so the Flanders walk in, and Ned goes, howdy doodly there, President Bush, or should I say, President Neighbor? I'm Ned Flanders, and this is Maud, Rod, and Todd. George Bush, you're well, howdy doodly yourself there, Ned. This is my wife, Barbara. I call her Bar. Would you like some lemonade? So he offers them lemonade, right? And Ned goes, tip top notch. Okily dokily. Thank yes. yeah. Can you give some to Ned? And Ned's like, thankily dankily. And they both drink. And Ned's like, great delicious. And George says, scrum diddly terrific. <laughs> And both of them go, fine and dandy like sour candy. Oh, God. <laughs> of course George Bush and Ned Flanders would get along. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then Bush goes, bar. Oh, 
A bar is a whiz with the cold drinks, aren't you, bar? Don't understand lemonade myself, not my forte. <laughs> such a lame conversation. Uh-huh. And so Maude asks, uh, what brings you to Springfield? And uh, Mrs. Bush is like, well, George and I just wanted to be private citizens again. Go, go where nobody cared about politics, so we found a town with the lowest voter turnout in America. <laughs> I guess that's Springfield. Yes. So George Bush said, just happy to be here among good average people with no particular hopes or dreams. <laughs> And Rod goes, but Mr. President, we're not all good people. And Todd says, there's one little boy you should watch out for. He's a bad, bad little boy. And then, kind of like laughing nervously, now Todd, don't scare the president. And as that happens, some sinister music plays, and we see Bart just roll by the gates menacingly, right? And him and George Bush kind of lock, lock eyes, eyes for a second, right, as he passes by. <laughs> so, <laughs> such an ominous sight. I know. It gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. So then we see Mr. Bush jogging with Dr. Lovejoy, Reverend Lovejoy, Reverend, Lovejoy. Reverend Lovejoy, Dr. Hibbard, Lenny, <laughs> and the, uh, some random dog. Yeah, like a lassie-looking dog. Yeah. And uh, Homer watches him jog past from his hammock. And Homer's like, huh, look at those phonies sucking up to Bush. And as, that, uh, as he says that, Santa's little helper barks and then turns and runs after them too. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Homer goes, I guess you might say he's barking up the wrong Bush. And he laughs to himself. And Homer's brain walk comes into the conversation and says, there it is, Homer. Cleverest thing you'll ever say. Nobody heard it. And then Homer realizes what he did. He's like, don't! <laughs> uh, so funny. Betrayed by his own brain. Yep. And so we see uh, Mr. Bush after the jog. He walks into the living room and he sighs, right? His tires is just going to relax with my U.S. news and world whatnot. And he opens the magazine. He's like, oh, good. They're roasting the new guy. And we see a uh, the cover, cover, yeah. Right. So this is when we uh, see Bart uh, just walk in. Hello, Mr. Bush. And and uh, Barbara Bush, they're just like George this is a neighborhood boy, Bart Simpson. He came over to say hi. And uh, George Bush isn't in, isn't impressed. He goes, "Hello." Bart just goes, "Hi." Hey, what's this? And he grabs something already, right? Yeah. And uh, Bush is like, my electric card shuffler. Don't go near that. And of course, Bart fiddles with it, and the cars fly all over the place. And he go, Bush goes, ah, now, I told you. Oh, those cards are from Air Force One, and they only give you so many packs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so Bart says, oh, George, boys will be boys. Bart's just being friendly. Why don't you get off that sofa and show Bart your photos? And George goes, oh, but he'll gunk them all up. His hands are probably covered with mud and cookies. And Bart kind of like shows him his hands that they're clean. And Bush goes, oh, he probably stole a napkin. So George Bush is sitting there with Bart. He's got a photo album out. Yes, when people have photo albums. Mm -hmm. And he's going through the pictures and you just hear Bart. Who's that, George? Uh, that's just uh, me with Charlton Heston. He was. Who's that, George? Or, uh, see, you don't know him, but that's Bob Mossbacker. He was secretary of... That's a dumb name. Who's that, George? Maybe he think Bart's a dumb... <laughs> and he goes, how many times were you president, George? <sighs> Just once. Bart, is it dinner time yet? <laughs> that was, oh the, that was the knife right there. Yep. He was sprinkling the salt oh, over the wound. One-term president. Uh -huh. There it is. <laughs> And so uh, Barbara's off camera, you can hear, I'm making rice, it'll be a while. And Bart goes, did your Secret Service goons ever whack anyone, George? <laughs> and George was like, you know, in my day, little boys didn't call their elders by their first name. Yeah? Well, welcome to the 20th century, George. And under his breath, he's like, I'll pick you right out of the 20th century, you little... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So next day, 
it's the next day, and we see Homer speeding off, going to the Krusty Burger. <laughs> I love this. And Homer just hauling ass in his car, right? You uh-huh. hear the tires screeching and everything. You hear the engine revving. It's like, oh, man, I've only got one minute until I start serving those breakfast balls. And he stops right behind a car to drive uh, car the drive-thru, and of course it's George Bush. Yes. And uh, George's like, let's see now. What do you folks have here? Um, a crusty burger? That doesn't sound too appetizing. What kind of stew do you have today? And you hear the, the pimple-faced kid inside, oh, we don't have stew. And then we hear Homer just beating on the horn, right? By the way, what fast food joint has stew? I don't know. They don't. He's an old man. Even then, he was involved. Yes, yes. He wasn't around anymore. Uh, so then we we hear Ray go, "Sir, why don't you just have one of the cheese? Why don't you just have the cheeseburger?" And he says, "Oh, that's really more of a weekend thing, Ray." And Homer's like, "Hey, jerk, move your fanny!" <laughs> and he turns around like that guy's louder than World War Two. Ray, go see what the rhubarb is, will you? And so the guy goes, walks up to Homer's car, right? And he says, "Sir, could you pop your hood?" Homer pops a hood. And he just goes into the screwdriver and he disables the horn. And then Homer goes, hey, my taxes paid for that horn. <laughs> no, it wasn't your taxes. It was your money. Yeah. And so we see uh, Bart go to the Bush house again. And uh, Mrs. Bush is outside, right? He's like, well, hello, Mrs. Bush. And Barbara's like, hi, Bart. Mr. Bush is upstairs napping. And Bar says, you know, your husband's awful grumpy. <laughs> and Bar is like, oh, that's just his way. He really likes you. You know, it's time It's it's time for him to get up and work on his memoirs. Why don't you go wake him? And then we hear a loud horn note just blast, right? And we see George Bush wake up like, great, Scott, don't touch that. That's the Alpenhorn helmet Cole gave me. And Bart just drops it. Where'd you get those pajamas? He's there annoyed already. He's like, they're presidential pajamas. You have to be president. You're not president. Bart goes, yes, I am. No, you're not. Bart! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So next thing we know, we see Bart going through the kitchen cupboards and drawers. And he's like, hey, where's your candy? (laughs) He's like, we don't have any. Now go away. (laughs) And Barbara walks in. George... Older people don't eat much candy, Bart. But I could bake you some cookies if you'd like. And George Bush is upset here. He's like, oh, I can't remember the last time she made cookies for me. And Barbara's like, what's that? Oh, nothing. Typical <laughs> married couple. Is that, is that how you feel when I go over, man? <laughs> Shut up. And I'm treated like a king. <laughs> Shut up. I get that all the time, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it is funny when it happens. <laughs> I love, I love that, man. <laughs> uh, so, n- next thing we know, we see Homer reading a book titled U.S. President. And he's checking under Bush George. And he goes, all right, his history checks out. Oh, my God. Marge, would you love me more if I were president? Because I'll do it if it'll make you, if it'll make you happy. Really? Like, is that easy? Mm-hmm. Homie, as long as you keep the car full of gas, I'm happy. And she gives me. And Homer's like, well, you can always depend on that. And I love this part because you see the car in the background and Homer's eyes just kind of like looking to the side. Yeah. <laughs> car doesn't have gas. Uh-uh, not at all. So then next thing we know, we see uh, George typing his memoirs uh, in his little uh, g- garage, right? Like garage. Yeah, yeah, in the garage, right? George is typing, he goes, and since I've achieved all my goals as president in one term, there was no need for a second. The end. Hmm, good memoirs. Good, not great. Now, let's get a look at that old outboard. Soup up that, soup that baby up, rattle a few windows down to Kennebunk Port next May. He laughs to himself. Right. And of course, we hear Bart, hello, Mr. Bush. <laughs> right when he doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. And he skateboards in. And he knocks off actually a sheet from the memoir, right? And catches it and puts it in. Like, what you doing? George's like, now, don't upset the desk there. Careful. Uh, don't don't want to horse around with that. And Bart sees the outboard and says, hey, cool. 
What does this do? George Bush is like, now don't pull that cord, young man. And of course, what does Bart do? He pulls the cord, the motor turns on, and since it's not stabled and attached to anything, it's on a cart. Yes. And it just goes all around the garage, right? And George's like, no! Hey, Bar! My motor's gone loco. Oh, the birdhouse. My prize orchids. And it stops, right? Yes. And he's there holding his stuff, right? Uh-huh. Clutching it. And then something falls, right? From the from the ceiling. Yes. And then it starts up again. And then it like menacingly turns towards his memoirs that he just finished. Yeah, so we see the memoirs trembling there. Yes, and he's like, no, not the memoirs. Don't even, you know, the motor stops. The uh, motor starts again, yeah. and the papers fall in. Yes, and he tries to stop it, or he's like, not going to happen. But nope, he can't make it, and all the, it's just confetti. Confetti Oh, order. my goodness. And it looked like it was a huge stack of papers, too. Right? There's like a snow globe in there, right? Yeah. Oh. And Bart's like, whoa, man. And George Bush has had it at this point. He goes, whoa, nothing. Right? And the reason he's Bart says, whoa, man, is because already walking towards him. Yes. I'm going to do something to your daddy should have done a long time ago. And he picks up Bart, he bends him over his knee, and he spanks him twice. And he says, now go home and think about what you've done, young man. But he doesn't hit him that hard. No, not at all. It is a wimpy hit. Yeah. It's like a Mr. Burns hit. Mm-hmm. And, but back at the Simpsons house. Oh my goodness. Homer is mad. He spanked you? You? Bart Simpson? <laughs> and Bart says, I begged him to stop, but he said it was for the good of the nation. <laughs> and Grandpa Simpson's there. He's like, big oh. deal. When I was a pup, we got spanked by presidents till the cows came home. Grover Cleveland spanked me twice on two non-consecutive occasions. <laughs> oh. That is a great joke. Great presidential joke. Yes. Especially for the history guy here. That is such a good joke, man. Uh, you know, for those of you that don't know, kids, we have had a president serve two terms non-consecutively. And that is Grover Cleveland. Yes. Up until this point. <laughs> so Marjan goes, Grandpa, I know in your day spanking was common, but Homer and I just don't believe in that kind of punishment. Dave says, and that's why your no good kids are running wild. And he points at Lisa, who's just sitting there reading a book with a smile on her face. <laughs> Wrong kidding. Uh-huh. So the Homer goes, first Bush invades my home turf. Then he takes my pounds. Then he makes fun of the way I talk, probably. Now he steals my right to raise a disobedient, smart, alecky son. Well, that's it. And he walks across the street. Hey, Bush, get out here. And so uh, the security guard raised it. He's like, excuse me, sir. Where are you going? I'm going to punch George Bush in the face. Okay, is he expecting you? (laughs) (laughs) And so Homer sees George Bush on the porch, right? He Mm -hmm. says, hey, you owe me an apology. And George Bush goes, you owe me an apology. If you were any kind of father, you'd have disciplined that boy a long time ago. And Ray says, "Uh, you want to step back, sir, to Homer? Homer's like, oh, uh, hiding behind your goons. A Bush, well, you are a wimp. And then we see George Bush's lips tremble. Because, as I gotta say, you know, as as dorky as George Bush was, he was not a wimp. As a World War II veteran, man. A CIA spook. CIA. Yeah. So. But he was always, but that was always a tag on him. Yeah, that he was a wimp. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not having that. He says, wimp, am I? Ancient Johnson, Ancient Heights, you men stand down. And they move and he opens the gate. And he walks up to him and he's like, all right, mister, you want trouble? You're going to get trouble. Homer's like, oh, I want trouble, all right. You're going to get trouble. No, you're going to get trouble. Oh, that's good. That's good. Then we're agreed there'll be trouble. Oh, yeah. Lots of trouble. Trouble it is. 
walks inside Sam's door. Four. Two. <laughs> but I love how they walk towards each other and then they back away from each other. I, know, I thought it was going to be a rumble right You're then right? and there. He rolls up his sleeve and everything too. He's getting ready to slam that door shut on his face. Like <laughs> so then we see Homer and Bart. Uh, their silhouettes, you know, up against one of the upstairs windows that evening, right? And Homer's like, this is going to be sweet. 200 bottle rockets and George Bush doing toe touches by an open window. And Bart says, you get, you get one up his butt, it's a million points. <laughs> and Homer turns on the lighter, lights him up, and you just see all the fireworks start erupting outside, right? Uh, and Barbara kind of yawns like, ah. Oh, why don't you say you're sorry, George? It's because I'm right. Oh, no, I'm going to fix their wagon good. I pulled some pranks in my time. And he shakes a little spray can, right? And we see a big old banner hanging on his house. Yep. And it says, two bad neighbors. And a very crude drawing of Homer and Bart. Well, it's supposed to be Homer and Bart. It's supposed to be Homer. Exactly. They, we can't really tell what the hell they're supposed to be, right? Yep. So him and uh, some of the neighbors are standing outside, right? Mm -hmm. And Dr. Hibbert goes, I don't understand. Are you saying that you and Barbara are bad neighbors? He goes, no, that's not Bar and me, it's them. And Ned goes, who, Maud and me? He goes, no, the man and his boy. You know, the boy is named Bart. I don't know the name of the man. Bar, what's the name of the man? <laughs> and we hear Barbara... I'm not getting involved, George. <laughs> and he goes, look, just never mind. I thought the banner was pretty straightforward. But just take it down. <laughs> He's super upset. Yeah. We see him uh, sulking on his couch, and Barbara goes, George, it's time to get dressed. And he says, no, uh -huh. not going outside today. Not with those neighbors. Staying right here to my speech to the Yucks Club. And Homer is knocking on the door. Yoo-hoo! Bush is, uh, who is it? He looks through the hole, right? But he doesn't have his glasses on. Yeah. So we see a little blurry. And he sees two figures. And then we hear a really bad attempt to impersonate somebody. Yes. And Homer goes, it's your sons, George Bush Jr. and Jeb Bush. Come outside, Dad. <laughs> and he goes, oh, good. Bar, the boys are out the front yard. They'll help me think of a plan to get those Simpsons. Oh, my God. So then Barbara goes, oh, George, is that all you ever think about? The boys probably just want a letter of recommendation. And so George Bush opens the door and he says, boys? And Homer, like, pulls them away, right? And they go out, like, they just float into the air. And he even follows them. He goes, where are you going? And Homer goes, okay, son, give him the glue. Yeah, Bart squeezes this bottle of glue onto his head, right? Uh -huh. And then Homer runs by and throws this huge rainbow multicolored clown wig afro on top of his head. And they run off laughing. Next thing we know, we're at the Elks Club. And uh, we don't see George yet, but we hear him speaking, right? Yeah, so we see the audience. We see the audience, right? And he's like, and that's why I will continue to pose teen alcoholism in all its forms. And he goes, now, are there any questions? Everyone's hand goes up. Keeping in mind that I already explained about my hair. And everyone puts their hands down. And, then, and one guy, you hear one guy like, oh yeah, he didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mr., next thing you know, uh, President Bush, right? <clears throat> he takes his uh, car. Yeah. And he starts doing donuts in the Simpsons front lawn. Yes, and he's just spraying mud in everywhere. He even destroyed the sidewalk. Yes. Right? And Marge's are like, President Bush is driving on our lawn. You must be lost. And Homer's like, she's not lost. <laughs> so Bart says, well, looks like we're getting some blowback from the Whig offensive. Homer's like, it's time to hit him where he lives. His house? Bingo! And they walk off later... Him and Bart are walking through the sewer. He's like, so I thought to myself, what would God do in this situation? <laughs> and Bart chuckles, locusts, and he has a big box of locusts. They'll drive him nuts. Oh. <laughs> I love that. So I was thinking to myself, 
what would God do? I mean, Homer's not wrong. Yeah. That's one of the things he did. Yeah. <laughs> so then Homer goes, <clears throat> it's, it's all in the Bible, son. It's in the prankster's Bible. <laughs> and so we see President Bush there, his, his wheels, you know, digs him into the Simpsons long and gets out. And he goes, hmm, can't decide if this will be considered feisty or crazy. <laughs> and all of a sudden he sees through the, through the uh, gutter mm-hmm. of the street, Bart and Homer walking through the sewer towards his house. Yep. And he says, oh, if he thinks George Bush will stay out of the sewer. He doesn't know George Bush. And so he takes off the manhole cover, hops down. And he goes, hey, turkeys, behind you. And Bart and Homer turn around. And Homer says, for the last time, Bush, apologize for spanking my boy. Never. You make him apologize for destroying my memoirs. And Homer at that point looks at Bart. <laughs> you didn't tell me you destroyed his memoirs? And he looks at Bush. Never. <laughs> <laughs> He's already in too deep. Yeah. And he charges at him, right? And they start going at it. This is an epic fight, too. It's a great fight. It's not quite uh, Peter Griffin with the chicken, with nah, the giant chicken. No, it's not... still a hell of a fight. Yes. And they're grappling, they're punching each other, right? Um, they throw a slime. Slime at each other. This There's one move Homer makes here that's hilarious. Because he throws George Bush to the ground, and then he, like, runs up the side of the oh. sewer, which is a circle, like uh-huh. a cylinder, uh-huh. and he gets to the top and boom, puts all his weight <laughs> on him. It's like, how did Homer get up there, right? Hey, uh, he's athletic when he wants to be. And Bart's cheering him on. Yeah, Dad! Now, uh, in the meantime, Bart, uh, Barbara Bush and Marge are having tea at mm-hmm. the Simpsons' house. And uh, Barbara says, I feel really awful about your lawn, Marge. George can be so stubborn when he thinks he's right. And Marge goes, well, Homer, too. They're so much alike. Too bad they got off on the wrong foot. It's just like the Noriega thing. Now he and George are the best of friends. And that's not true, by the way. (laughs) Manuel Noriega. Oh, boy. We go back under the street, and uh, George and Homer are running out of breath. Yes. And uh, this is my favorite part of the episode, man. The badass Bush moment? Yes, the badass Bush moment some of the history come out. Bush, the little time uh, adjuster on his watch, right? He pulls it out and there's a like a piano wire there and he says, here's a little something we learned in CIA. <laughs> <laughs> so he's ready to choke over out with uh-huh. thing. And just then, Bart releases the locust on Bush. Yes. And he goes, get him, boys! And as that's happening, uh, the Bushes are getting a visitor for the new house. None other than Mikhail Gorbachev. Right? They made him a little fat. In this yeah, they did. They, right. uh, they uh, got the whole birthmark on his forehead. Yeah, right? that was great, though. <laughs> and so he rings the doorbell and like, hello? Hello? Just then, the sewer grate pops off, and they come out, and they're still throwing haymakers. Yes. George goes, I'll ruin you like a, uh, like a Japanese banquet. I'll take your head and... Gorbachev, hey, what are you doing here? While he's saying that, he actually has Homer in his hands, like, by the neck. Yes. He's choking him. You just hear Homer. (laughs) By the way, uh, in case you didn't get the whole Japanese banquet reference. Tell the kids. (laughs) uh, He ate something, didn't agree with his constitution. So he he did the most patriotic thing any American president could do. Puke on the lap of a Japanese auto-executive. He did that for Detroit. (laughs) Score one for Detroit. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's the way I like to think about it anyway. That's so good. Real story, guys. It did happen. Right? Maybe he didn't do it for Detroit, but... (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And so Gorbachev is there. He's like, I just dropped by with President for a warming of house. Instead, find you grappling with local oaf. (laughs) And Homer goes... Oh, brought some for your commie friends to help you find dirty, huh? <laughs> and there's uh, like, Mikhail, he, they put a wig on my head, my memoirs. And Barbara's like, George, this is the last straw. You apologize to Homer right now. And George says, but Bar, you can't show any weakness in front of the Russians. George, 
pauses and goes, yes, dear. <laughs> and then Gorbachev turns around and he t- speaks in Russian to his driver. Yeah, you know, they're making fun of him. Uh-huh. Yep. They both laugh. Mm-hmm. And so George Bush says, I'm sorry I spanked your boy, Homer. Homer goes, woohoo, in your face, Bush. Now apologize for the tax hike. That was a good joke. Too. Yes. No new taxis. Uh, and what happened? There was new taxis. Yep. Oh, boy. And so he frowns, George Bush, and he walks off, right? And uh, Barbara goes to say goodbye to Marge, because they're going to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. And so Barbara says, it's a shame it didn't work out, Marge, but George just felt this neighborhood brought out the worst in him. And we hear George starting to honk the horn. Yeah. He wants to get the hell out. Yeah, but he's like, oh my, well, so long. And so Barry goes to the car and they drive off, right? And Marge is like, bye-bye. But as soon as they leave, uh, another moving truck pulls in to the uh, to the house. To the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the uh, license plate says, uh, Mr. Duh. Mm-hmm. M-R-D-U-H. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never noticed that as a kid. Murda. Uh-huh. So, uh, this is when President Gerald Ford walks out of the car. He goes, hi, pleased to meet you. I just moved in. My name's Jerry Ford. And Homer gasps, former President Gerald Ford? Put her there. I'm Homer Simpson. And uh, Jerry goes, say, Homer, do you like football? Do I ever? Do you like nachos? Yes, Mr. Ford. Well... Why don't you come over, watch the game, and we'll have some nachos and then some beer. Ooh, and he runs, well, not runs, but he walks across the street with his arm already on the back of former President Ford. Uh-huh. And he says, Jerry, I think you and I are going to get along just, and they both trip, they fall the same way, and they both go, don't! <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Gerald Ford was said to be very clumsy. Yes. Now, who fell more, him or... Currently? Him or Biden? <laughs> or Biden? I don't know. That's a good question. Because I've seen, I've seen Biden fall, but I was... I, I guess I was too young to care about this. Yeah. Somebody has to keep track yeah, I have to, like, maybe the, they got footage of all of his falls on YouTube or something. How funny, like, now Homer's all friends with Gerald Ford. Yes. The guy who pardoned Nixon. <laughs> Mr. Duh, Murda. Murda. <laughs> that was so good. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Um, so, what would you rate this episode as? This is classic. Even, for me, even though it doesn't have a, uh, a chalkboard gag, mm-hmm. it's still a fiver. It's that good. It's that classic. The fight, like, everything's great about this episode. Yeah. I mean, it was an epic fight. It was an epic build-up to the fight, too. That was great, too. Um, I agree with you. It's a five all day. Mm-hmm. It is uh, probably the best episode in the season so far. I would agree. Yeah, I think it is the best episode so far in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last one was close. The Pin Pals yeah. is very close. Yes, yes. Um, there's, but, yeah. You know, that's not to say anything about the great episodes we've had in the season so far still. And the ones that are coming up. Oh, my goodness, yep. And the um, ones that are coming up. But yeah, it, this one I think it's it's one of those that you, one of those if you're introducing someone to The Simpsons, you have to show them this episode. Yes, um, I mean, what's not to like? I, I liked every single, every I, single uh, little segment. Well, we finally get our a look at Evergreen Terrace. Yeah. Like other parts of Evergreen Terrace. Mm-hmm. You know, who knew that Apu and Wiggum and everybody lived so close to each yeah. other? You know, and that that house is apparently always across the street. It's always been there, Dad. That's so weird. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, again, again, how does everybody live there if this town is big? Yeah, I know. Un- the unexplainable things about Springfield. Yes, the geography of Springfield. Yeah. So, I mean, Abu in his shorts washing his, his car is hilarious. Jamming out the cheap trick. <sighs> yes, um, that outfit he had on was um, not flattering. No. But I like his taste of music, so it's all good. 
I'd have to listen to that song again without him singing because he's kind of killed it for oh, me. Oh, oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. He's kind of killed it for I, me. I hear what you mean. That's the way I feel about Sgt. Pepper. I always hear a boo in my head. <laughs> that. Uh, even though you don't like that to begin with, but. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, this one, this one's a, a top. What? If, if not a top 10, definitely a top 15 in the entire lore. Yeah. We get two presidents making an appearance. Um, we have a fight between Homer and one of the presidents. Homer, I mean, sorry, Bart, antagonizing. Well, uh, to to let the younger uh, people know that Bart this whole time, that whole thing with, hello, Mr. Bush, and him destroying his stuff, that was all parodying uh, Dennis the Menace. For those of you that don't know what Dennis the Menace was, like that was the premise of, Mm. he was always uh, annoying Mr. Wilson next door. And they even that shot where they where they he's in the garden and the slingshots in his back pocket. Uh-huh. There you go. Just like Dennis the Menace. Just like Dennis the Menace. Uh-huh. So, pretty cool reference there. Yeah. Um, I, there's nothing not to like about this episode. I enjoyed everything. Um, we even got the cool Soviet guy. We got Gorbachev. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got the cool one. <laughs> I guess they had to cut out the. Uh, chalkboard gag to make it a little bit more time for the episode itself. Which, in this case, I totally understand. Yes. I mean, even the whole rummage sale part is hilarious. Like, yeah. They, you know, table five. Table five. Yes. Ah, ah, got some ah, disco ah, stew. You, yep. can't, you can't complain when you get disco stew. He was jamming out to that, too. Yeah, he was, man. He was, he was going at it. Yeah. I have to admire any, any guy that can dance because I cannot dance myself. I need practice, I think. I'm like a white dude that hasn't had enough to drink yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Um, just that I thought it's cool that they brought up the CIA part like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, one more thing. Grandpa being spanked by Grover Cleveland. Great job. In two <laughs> non-consecutive <laughs> occasions. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, not much more to add on the episode. How many weeks until Easter break? <laughs> Three? Three? Three. Yeah, I did the math with another teacher this morning. All right. We're already looking forward to that. Yep. Post-spring break. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, guys, there's some still some bangers coming up on this season. Yes. Um, <sighs> school's almost over, guys. Hang in there. Yes, uh, your college semester will be over soon enough. And summer will be here before we know it. Yes, it will. And we'll still be here talking about The Simpsons. Yep. Um, don't forget to give us a follow on our official show Instagram page. That's official underscore homers underscore donuts without the apostrophes. Um, follow us there. We post some original memes every now and then. Um, if you can think of any way we can make the show better for you, send us a DM on there. Um Anything? I'm missing anything? Nope. Just thanks for listening, everybody. Keep spreading it around. Tell your friends. Keep giving us those reviews and everything. And we're happy. It all helps out, guys. It all helps out. And until next time, au revoir, suckers. <laughs>